Hello and welcome to Money Life News and Views. I am Devashish Basu. The previous Friday, three judges of the otherwise overburdened Supreme Court of India decided to hear two bizarre petitions. The petitions pleaded with their lordships for intervention on the recent crash of the Adani Group shares. Why? Because the, the, the crash was supposed to have affected investors, tarnished the country's image, dented the economy and so on. The concerned judges reportedly asked. It is said that the total loss by Indian investors is several lakh crores. How do we ensure that they are protected? How do we ensure that this does not happen in future? The learned judges also seem to have expressed concern about, about ensuring that regulatory mechanism of the country is duly strengthened so that Indian investors are protected against such sudden volatility which has been witnessed in the last two weeks. The story of sudden volatility is not new. It actually starts in mid-2020, except at that time it was just upward volatility day after day and nobody made any noise. At that time, anyone with the slightest interest in the Indian stock markets have, been, have watched with stunned amazement the extraordinary rise in the price of the various Adani Group shares. While people are generally aware that these shares had gone up a lot, the story of take just one of the companies, which is Adani Total Gas. And that story, or the, or the extraordinary price rise, is worth repeating. Now this would put in perspective what happened subsequently, which is the crash. This stock was trading at around just about 100 rupees in mid-2020. And the price had hardly moved at all ever since the stock made its new issue or a public issue sometime in November 2018. In two years, it went nowhere. By November 20, in just about six months, it had trebled in value, three times in six months. But the run-up was just getting started. By May 2021, the stock was, stock was pushing 1400 rupees, a mind-boggling jump of 14 times in just one year. After a small dip in June and July 2021, the stock rose 62% in a single month in August of 21. And more amazingly, when the global and Indian markets had topped out two months later and turned bearish, the Adani stock continued to rise. In fact, it peaked at 4,000 in December 2022. That is a return of 3,900% over three and a half years. Surely the company was reco recording commensurate profit growth to justify this return to so-called investors, which, which concerns the Supreme Court. Now take a look. The consolidated net profit of, of Adani Total Gas was up from just 430 crore for the year ended March 2020 to about 5.30 crore for the trailing four quarters of December 2022, a very meager rise of just 23% over two and a half years. Now, a 3,900% rise in the stock, backed by a 23% rise in net profit, raised eyebrows and got eyes rolling. Most fund managers knew exactly what was going on and stayed away. What if there was a petition at that time that requested the Honorable Supreme Court to intervene in the stupefying price rise in the Adani stocks, would it have been heard? Would the learned judges have asked SEBI to ensure a regulatory mechanism 
so that Indian investors are not lured into such massively rigged up shares, which then, surprise, surprise, can crash. I have just narrated the brazen price rigging of just one Adani stock. SEBI hasn't made public its findings, if any, on such insane price manipulation. Coincidentally, Gautam Adani, founder and chairman of the Adani Group, became the world's third richest person, adding over $100 billion in the past three years alone, largely through stock price appreciation of the group's seven key listed companies, which have spiked an average of 819% in that period, according to the now-famous Hindenburg Report. In the time-honored strategy followed by many businessmen, the stocks were supposed to be parked, money released, and funneled into multiple businesses as the Adanis expanded at a breakneck speed from everything from uh, piped gas to airports to ports to agriculture and so on. For conservative and silly folks like us which who, don't, who don't get the strategy, a uh, uh, portfolio manager explained the strategy as follows. If a heavily debt-funded, asset-heavy business raises equity at a high valuation, its investment risk reduces significantly. Its fundamentals get better at and and it gets better, gets a better market rating. The company also gets ready for the next phase of asset building. It is the Ambani Adani Atmanirbhar model. Critics will eat crow when they raise the money. Well, this so-called strategy now lies in tatters. What went wrong? For one, what Ambani achieved in 25 years, Adani wanted to pull off in five. And to achieve it, the tactics used for exorbitant valuation, adding Adani's, getting Adani stocks to be added to the benchmark stock indices, proximity to the Prime Minister, and so on and so forth. But all this achieved exactly the opposite. Fund managers stayed away, especially when it was clear that foreign institutional investors in Adani stocks were just questionable post boxes in Mauritius. Second, the Adanis have an asset-heavy model which they wanted to grow at a speed of tech unicorns. Now, there is no example of a strategy like this having worked anywhere in the world. It certainly cannot happen in a country that is heavily dependent on global supplies of capital since such capital can see through dubious corporate actions. Interestingly, the bulk of foreign investment in Adani Group is from the international bond market, which imposes far greater scrutiny of corporate actions than equity markets. In short, the sudden volatility that Supreme Court sees in Adani stocks is entirely due to a series of events that were extreme, unique and played out in too short a period. Investors and regulators pretended that it wasn't so. But then along came Hindenburg, which forced some eyes to open. As head fund manager Kom Oshia has said in another context, big market changes happen when lots of people are forced to re-evaluate their prejudices, not necessarily when the world actually changes. That one sentence should answer all questions raised by the two petitions in the Supreme Court. That's all for today. Thanks for watching. And if you liked it, please share this video. Thank you so much.